What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 17 of Tighten Up the Dog Pound. I'm Michael Welsh. You can find me on Twitter at big underscore Mike 9169. You can find Tighten Up the Dog Pound on Twitter at Titan underscore dog 21. I'm staring at my computer screen right now, and I see one tall, just sexy, handsome son of a bitch. It's my lovely co-host, Thomas Head. Thomas, how are you doing, buddy? You know, to quote the legendary Cameron Newton, I'm back! <laughs> I'm back, baby. Oh, oh yeah. man. It's time. Man, I tell you what, what we've... It's been almost a month. What what are we doing? Do we even care about growing this podcast? If we're oh, gonna, we do, we'll do buddy. It once a month, we just be living, and it's hard, man. You have a demanding work schedule. I think you're giving out a flu shot and a COVID shot like ten times an hour. It sounds like. So, and I've been just working. I just got back from Hawaii, took a little vacay. My best friend proposed to his girlfriend, so. A lot of things happening over here in the Welsh household. Dude, but how, how have you been, man, overall? I, I tell you what. Took took a trip out to the West Coast, went to check out SoFi, had had an absolute blast, watched the Titans blow out the Rams, went to Arizona, checked out the Grand Canyon, checked out Sedona. And then, of, of course, with any trip with my wife, we ended with Disney, went to Disneyland and just had You're an legally blast. required to go to Disney. Absolutely, absolutely, and I mean, just the world of sports has just been fantastic for, for me. Vols are bowl eligible, getting their sixth win against South Alabama on Saturday. The Chelsea Football Club is number one in the English Premier League, and big MLS playoff matchup tonight as Nashville FC, or sorry, Nashville SC, takes on Orlando. Dude, a lot of just sports things going on right now. Things are ha- things and are the happening. NFL is maybe the most unpredictable, unpredictable of all. Like I can't figure out this league whatsoever, bro. I mean, you guys, you have the Titans over here beating the Rams and just rolling, looking like the best team in the NFL, and then you lose to the Texans and nothing makes sense. Yeah, the Ravens a few weeks ago, like losing to the Dolphins, like nothing. Every team is just losing games they shouldn't, and there's no clear like powerhouse. Super Bowl favorite, really. It's it's weird. Like it's really it's been weird. A, it's been been a wild season, and I can't wait to dive into it. But I mean, I guess first we got to catch up on what's been going on with our teams, uh, buddy. What's going on with the Browns, dude? It, the season's going just like how we all predicted. You know, <laughs> it's going according to plan. Uh, now, man, we've. Uh, I don't even think in our group chat we've we've been able to talk football as much as we've wanted lately. But um, either way, it's it's been a it's been a roller coaster of a season for the Browns. Um, they sit at they sit six and five right now, and uh, a lot of things have happened since we last recorded. OBJ got waived. A bunch of drama unfolded with him. Uh, really divided a lot of the fan base because. A lot of them were very pissed off at Baker and the organization for not properly using Odell, and a lot of them were pissed off because apparently Odell did not run the correct routes. He just kind of freelanced, and he was requesting a trade in the offseason. You have the Browns coming off of a playoff berth, a playoff win. 
poised to be another playoff team and he's asking for a trade that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way including myself and you i've been very vocal on this show on twitter about i love odell i really wanted it to work in cleveland with him uh but some things just aren't meant to work and it, it did rub me the wrong way that he was requesting a trade uh back in the off season whenever you know we were coming off of a really good season so it just kind of speaks to where his priorities are he strikes me as the type of guy that would rather catch 10 passes and lose a game than catch three passes and win a game so um but he's a wide receiver a lot of them they they care about their stats more than anything so uh what 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 were your thoughts from an outside looking in perspective over the whole whole like Odell thing and the way it went down. Cause it was pretty wild. It happened fast. Yeah, it really did happen out of nowhere. Um, I guess the stuff about him in the off season, that was kind of surprising, but you guys had that lost that kind of ugly loss to the Steelers, like a 15, 10 matchup. And then that's when everything kind of unfolds. You got OBJ's dad posting all those videos. Like OBJ doesn't even call Baker. Like won't even speak to him, and, and then, Kevin Stefanski. He didn't talk and, to Stefanski or ba- or Baker since Sunday. Of but I mean, it, it was just once his dad posted that video, you just gotta he got he's got to go. Yeah, and you know he had LeBron James and a bunch of his friends tweet, tweeting free OBJ. It just looked like a a white flag cry for help, but he wasn't doing it himself. It was like his friends were doing it. It's really just weird behavior. Honestly. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it may have been very much intentional to get it him It seemed out. like it with the trade deadline because the Browns got calls for him, but no deals could get made. Like, I think New Orleans was trying to trade for him the de- the trade deadline day. Um, you know, he had a big contract that a lot of teams did not want to take on, though, so they figured they could try to get him through waivers or just signing him. Um so definitely a very ugly way to end the OBJ era in Cleveland, but I think both parties are better off on different teams. Uh, although neither Baker nor Odell since Odell left have looked immaculate by any means. I mean, Baker had a really good game against the the Bengals the following week, but, um, but the, the thing looked, is just, just terrible my, last two weeks. Yeah. Just my fine, like my my overall thoughts on Odell is like I'm glad he was here. Um, I wish it could have went differently, and it did run me the wrong way the way it ended because we'll probably never know if it was really him that was, you know, instigating this stuff to happen with his dad and all of his friends tweeting stuff out. Um, but it it seemed very convenient and watching a lot of the tape over the years it over the past couple of years with him it makes sense why baker after his 21 interception 2019 season was very hesitant to throw the ball his way over the past couple of years because a lot of reports came out verified reports about how odell just kind of runs his own routes or he's supposed to break in and he sees something different in the coverage and he goes out and you see it on the tape like baker throws where he thinks he's going to be and he's not there so it's it's bizarre, and there's a couple former quarterbacks, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, who who were asked about this, and I saw it on Twitter, and they were saying, yeah, a, a star receiver can definitely like mess with a quarterback's psyche. It's not for every quarterback, and I guess Baker's just that guy who can't have a 
a star receiver like that because the pressure's on to feed him the ball. And if he's not running the right routes and then your coach is telling you, hey, don't make mistakes, do not throw interceptions, you're not, you know, he's going to get two targets a game. <laughs> so it's just. Yeah. I mean, it it always seemed kind of like an odd fit when he went from New York to Cleveland. Yeah. And I mean, I he and Baker, I mean, of course, now looking back and now obviously isn't, isn't a good fit because I mean, I Baker has his own limitations that make the situation worse. And I mean, it was just, uh, it would be, it was just a situation that was going to blow up eventually, which I mean, it's easy to see now looking back on it now that we see the end result, but yeah, it all makes sense now. It does. And it, it's, it's tough to swallow. Like I said, I was, I was very vocal about it was going to click this year. And, you know, like you had reason to think it would because same system, same coaching coming off a big season, like, you know, uh, but it is what it is. We move forward and the Browns are probably better off without him. And he's probably better off with a different quarterback, even though Matthew Stafford, he had the same stats, his first game with them, uh, three catches, you know, he ran the wrong route that caused an interception. You know, it's that type of stuff that just Eli Manning, whenever he had him would throw him the ball 20 times a game and he would get 10 catches. And like, it was just different, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to put too much in his first game with the Rams. I mean, that I mean, he was kind of forced into action because Robert Woods tore his ACL the same day they got him. Yeah. And then, no, I'm not like Rams. celebrating that he had a bad game, but some of it did make sense. Like that that route, he he. If you watch the replay of the deep ball that was Matthew Stafford's interception, he just kind of stopped on the route. Like it's just, you know, if you get told to run like a post, you're going to run a post. It doesn't matter if you know the playbook or not, but. Either way, um, so that happened, you know, and then we, since we last recorded, lost to the Steelers, won big against the Bengals, got absolutely demolished by the Patriots, and then had an ugly win against the Lions. So I, uh, I don't think it, ugly does it justice. Oh, buddy. It, I mean, it was, a, it was, wasn't a great weather game. Um, uh, and, you know, we won because of, uh, Nick Chubb, but before, I mean, the Lions may not have a win, but you know as well as I do that they are not, a zero win team this year. I mean, they took the Ravens down to the clock. They tied the Steelers. They played a lot of close, tough games. They're not a good team by any means. No, they're like, they're, a, I, they're a terrible team. I, I I knew that that was going to be a closer game than, than, you know, 40 to 40 to nothing blowout. I mean, they've, the Ravens are seven and three and they barely beat the, you know, like they barely lost to them. Yeah. But I mean, the Ravens have been messing around like that with teams all oh, year. I know, but they've still found way to ways to win, you know, then they tied the Steelers who, look like they could be a playoff team the nfl doesn't really make any sense this year yeah. so nothing is guaranteed but also the steelers had to start mason rudolph that week and then this week the brown or not not the browns but the lions had to start tim boyle which it was you know of course i'd never heard of this guy before he um started that game against the browns the ringer had like a really good article on him about his college career it, he was at, at uconn for three years and then it was, and then he was at Eastern Kentucky, and then he was a backup to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they got in a scuffle and, or something. And like the whole premise of the article is like, how is this guy in the NFL? Because his college career, his whole tenure at UConn, one touchdown, thirteen interceptions, yeah. <laughs> and then at Eastern Kentucky, it was like eleven touchdowns and thirteen interceptions. And you're just like, how is this guy on an NFL yeah. roster? And apparently, the Lions really like him too. And I was like, how do you what? <laughs> yeah, and they even made the joke like, is he like Roger Goodell's like illegitimate child? He might be. Honestly, he, <laughs> he may have some needs of somebody. 
dude, he probably does. But yeah. um, oh, buddy, the Browns. Then I yeah. mean, I know we were just talking about Baker a little bit, but and I and I know Baker is also hurt, but yeah. he does not need to be playing right now. No, he. Uh, a lot of people, myself included, would have preferred to see him rest against the Lions because I, I do think Keenum could have went out and won that game because Baker was very off in that game because not only does he have the torn labrum, but he's got a heel injury and a a, a, a bruise on his knee. Like he's very banged up. Yeah, he, and he's just he's so hot and cold. Yeah, well, yeah, and now he's hurt, and it's just. Yeah. And I mean that, that's on Kevin Stefanski. Like he has got like Case Keenum needs to be a yeah. starting quarterback right now. Well, I was listening to the Browns podcast and they essentially were were like everyone in the NFL at this point of the season is banged up to some capacity, and Baker is banged up, but he's cleared by the medical staff to play, and then that's why he's playing. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I don't think it's any kind of crazy conspiracy or vendetta or any kind of he needs to prove himself because Baker before this season has proved to be very tough. And that's great. I, I like having a tough quarterback, but also you, you're paying Case Keenum a lot of money to be the backup. And he's more than capable to win a game against the Lions. And it would make more sense to have Baker fully healthy for back-to-back, you know, uh, Ravens games, Ravens by week, Ravens. You know, I would love to see him at full strength for this game. So now it's like he's, you know, cause he, he got his heel stepped on in that game against the Lions, So he's still, you know, he's still banged up. It's, it's weird. A lot of people can't figure out why he's, why he's like playing every single week the way he is. Cause there's some cases to be made that he needs to miss a few games. Like how Kyler Murray down in Arizona has had to miss some games from injury and the Colt McCory's playing as the backup and he's a capable backup but they've won a couple games yeah they're two and one with colt mccoy yeah. so i mean, I mean like i, I, I do feel not... like case keaton's a lot better of a quarterback than colt mccoy yeah exactly it's it's weird uh I, I can't really make any sense of it in in terms of like why he even needed to play against the lions and he looked off you know he missed a lot of passes he did not have a good game he had a very bad game and I'm not going to sit here and just be like, oh, it's the injury. That's why. Because some of it's the injury and some of it, he's just not seeing the field properly, man. I mean, you see him drop back and he's just, he, he, it's like, he's not, he's not seeing everything. So it's, and I, I think par, part of that is because he is injured. So he's thinking about trying not to take a hit or this and that there's a lot, there's too much going on in his head. I think to properly, um, you know, read a field right now. And the offense yeah. is very stale because you can't throw the ball down the field. I mean, they did against the, the Bengals, but Donovan Peoples-Jones didn't play yesterday. When he doesn't play, we don't have anyone to stretch the field. So it's tough. It's Our, our offense is very predictable. Thank God for Nick Chubb. You, you got to protect a player from himself. Like, it doesn't matter what Baker is saying in terms of how he feels and, oh, like, I'm tough and I'm ready to go. I mean, it's obviously like you watch him on the field. Like, he, you know – it's either he's injured and it's causing him to play bad or he just sucks. And so, I mean, like, he, but the thing is, he's not playing good right now. And so, you've got, as a coach, you've got to step in and sit him down because, I mean, Case Keenum is a more than capable backup who, in your own system, took you to a conference championship game. It's like we know what Case Keenum can do in this offense. And I mean, I, I don't know how long it would take Baker to kind of heal up to a point to where he can play at a good enough level to get this team winning. But, I mean, Case Keenum should have started last week, and, I mean, he needs to start now until Baker's ready to go. Yeah, I, I mostly agree. Like, it's 
it's very tough just because like the AFC is is pretty it's wide open, but also a lot of teams just have the same record. So I think their thought process, you know, is uh, a banged up Baker is better than where like what case can do on offense at this point. But that I'm not saying I agree with that, but that just seems like what it what it looks like. Every report I see from like Ian Rappaport and everyone, oh, he's starting this Sunday, and I'm like, okay, yeah, why is he going to start against the Lions? A, like a, a banged up Baker is going to definitely make sure you don't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, well, I don't really. Like, I want us to get to the playoffs, but also I don't even really care to get to the playoffs at this point because we're not going to go far at all. If we get to the playoffs, it would be by sure luck. We have, and and we're just talking about Baker this whole time. Joe Woods is a terrible defensive coordinator. It's so overshadowed by where the defense is ranked this year, but he is so bad at making in-game adjustments, and he he is like this defense has way too much talent to to go from winning 41 to 16 against the Bengals to the Patriots game. And that's just one example. It's been like that all season. They'll have a great defensive game. And then the next week they shoot the bed. Even players have said they need to make in-game adjustments. Miles Garrett said in a post uh, press conference. So there's, there's several issues and a lot of, a lot of fans want, uh, and Cleveland media has asked Kevin Stefanski if he would give up calling the plays, you know, which, I'm, I could go either way on. I mean, Alex Van Belt, Ben Pelt called the plays in the playoff win against the Steelers last year, and it looked great. He's more than capable. It would be nice to see Stefanski just focus on coaching and not, you know, it's and, and you know the funny thing we're, we're we're saying all this and like the Browns are coming off a win and they're six and five and they're you know right in it in terms of where a lot of teams are sitting in the AFC right now. So it's like. It's just been a disappointing like how do you how do you beat the Bengals the way you do and then just get absolutely demolished by the Patriots? And look, I know Bill Belichick's a great coach and Mac Jones is the best rookie, but like 45 to 7. I mean, they looked terrible. They looked unprepared. We're still having encroachment and illegal formation shifts uh 10 or 11 weeks into the season. That type of shit needs to stop. We had 10 penalties against the Lions, I think. It's just Yeah, I mean it's I mean, the defense was details, you know. I mean, the defense was bad against the Patriots. I mean, everyone was bad against the Patriots. Yeah, and I mean, but, but again, I mean, you, you, they've got to make the switch to Case Keenum. I mean, especially, I mean, this is a run first offense. Like, just give the ball to Nick Chubb 30 times a game. And yeah. like, Case Keenum can game manage you to the playoffs. And maybe even could. further. I mean, he, he did it with the Vikings, he got them to an NFC championship game. Yeah. Well, another thing that we're not really talking about is that it's it's kind of a – which they can franchise tag him, but it is, quote-unquote, a contract type of year for Baker. So, like, I wonder how much – not not for, from the coaching perspective. I just think that the coaches are just playing him because he's being cleared by the medical staff. I don't know. But I, th- I feel like watching him between being injured and just trying to do too much or be too careful with the ball – it's like he's thinking, uh, like, that has to be crossing his mind. You know, if he shits the bed this year like he's doing, it's going to cost him millions of dollars possibly. So, I don't know. Um, at this point, you know, I, I, I'm, of course, hoping for the best, but I could see it being a 9-8, and 8-9, eight, eight and nine, very disappointing finish. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, looking I'm, at your... not, I, I'm not in the camp of Browns fans that, and I'm on Brown's Twitter heavily, as you know, and there are some that, that hate Baker at this point. They think he's absolute garbage and want, they want a new quarterback. I'm not in that camp because there are no, for one, Baker has done a lot for this team. He wanted to come here. You know, he, he's had a lot of good moments. He, he won us a playoff game. Like that stuff cannot just be thrown out the window. Um, and the other, the other side of that is, is, is who, if you don't want him, we're hitting the reset button again. You're going to draft someone. It's not a quarterback-friendly uh, draft. Aaron Rodgers is not going to come here. Russell Wilson has a no-trade clause, and I highly doubt he's going to want to come to Cleveland where quarterbacks go to fucking die anyway. So it's like, if you don't want Baker, what's plan B? You can't tell me. There's not a plan B, you know what I mean? And you don't have to pay him this year. I mean, you've, you've talked about this. Like, franchise tag him. If you want. Well, I mean, well, you exercise his fifth year option, so yeah. he's, he's going to be on the team next year, regardless. Yeah, I'm talking just a contract in general because there's been talks, yes. you know, okay. like, Abs- absolutely do not extend him right no, now. No, I, I mean, Whatever. I don't want him extended right now. No, but I mean, we're we're not even a year removed from seeing him play at an elite level for a big part of the year. So, like, we've seen what he can do. I do think the injuries are really fucking with him this year, but also like there are mistakes that he is making that he should not be making in his fourth year. Dude, that, that one interception where he overthrew Jarvis. Yeah. Like that's rookie stuff. That, you know, that is, Oh God. But I mean, how, how much is that? How much of that is, is the injury? It's hard for us to know. I, I go back to the week one game against Kansas city because I know he didn't throw five touchdowns in that game, but he looked like he was picking up right where he left off. He made some great throws in that game. They were throwing the ball down the field. That that game was given away by the fumble and the and the punt. And then week two, he gets injured. And ever since then, it's been an inconsistency, inconsistent season. You know, so it's like I don't know what to make of it. It's very yeah. hard to. You can say if 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 all you want. Like I, I I'm just going with what the timeline of things that's happened. It's like, you know. It's it's unfortunate. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm just listening to myself in 2018, 2019 yeah. defend Marcus. No, Mariota. I know. I know you want him to be Marcus Mariota so bad, but I mean, yeah. it, the timeline is very, very similar. Yeah, I mean, said Marcus. Marcus was a lot more injury prone. Yeah, but I mean, still, like Marcus had, like I can, like the moments he gave this franchise, got a playoff win, and then lost in the divisional round. And I mean, it just for whatever reason, it just never worked out. It never clicked. Yeah. And it's similar, feel, but and I feel like that's how it's gonna end with Baker. Like it's I don't just know. I think I think that they might, you know, he's gonna be the starting quarterback next year. I would almost guarantee that. I mean, tell me who else you can't, you know, like I mean they could go with Case Keenum. I mean the, not the th- and the thing that's going against Baker is Stefanski and Andrew Barry didn't draft him. Well, yeah, but they, they 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 do really like him though. That's the thing. It's like they believe in Baker. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're of course. I mean, they're gonna say that. I mean, John Robinson they and Mike Vrabel come out and directly believe, said it. it's just based off like reports and Marcus. contract talks and stuff. It's like I know they didn't draft him, but also like I said, it's like they could draft a quarterback in the mid round or something next year, maybe a developmental guy. I don't know. I doubt yeah. it. I mean, I mean we'll, we'll see how this class turns out though. 
Yeah. I mean, I, it's not like elite, but I mean, there are some good guys. Like I really like Sam Howell out of North Carolina. And then there are just some guys that like, you just don't know about. Like everyone apparently is super high on the kid from Liberty Malik, Malik oh, yeah. Willis, I think is his name. Yeah. A lot of people like him. No clue how that kid's going to turn out because he doesn't, yeah. you know, he plays at the fucking Jerry Falwell school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, no you can't enough. really gauge how he's going to go make the jump from that to the NFL, but. I don't know, man. A lot can happen over these next three months. We'll see. Yeah, I would. I would be surprised. Uh, like I read a lot of reports from people whose sources are directly with the team, and it's like they. I, I think that if I had to guess, the inside is like they believe in Baker and they know he's playing injured, so like that's just what it is. They've seen him play very well, so it's kind of a it's kind of a mix. If he had played like trash last year and then they're giving him one more year and this is how it was going it would be a no-brainer that he'd be gone or they wouldn't sign him but it's kind of you know it's it's a very fluid difficult situation but i mean he was hot and cold last year too i mean he started off rough and then and then the back and then the back half he he picks up and then yeah man we'll we'll see i mean it really depends on how this these last few weeks finish out i mean it's you've got at baltimore got your bye week Got the Ravens at home again, Raiders at Packers at Steelers, Bengals at home. Oh, it's tough. I see it eight and nine, nine and eight if we're lucky. I don't think it's going to be a good finish of the year. His stats aren't going to be good. Um, you know how much I love Baker, but I mean, if he's not the guy, he's not the guy. There's not that you know, like you want him to be, but also I'm not just like, oh, he's playing poorly this year and he's very injured mm-hmm. and he's playing for whatever reason that the coaches aren't letting him heal or whatever it's it's a whole nother thing i'm not gonna fully like give up until like if he plays the rest of the season and every week is like this last game against the lions then yeah it's like well but like i said who do you what you know what do you do from there i know you keep saying like but everyone that you're talking about in the college ranks and stuff it's like there's that's such an unknown they're not gonna just draft a guy to start next year I don't know who else would be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns in 2020. That's why they've got Case Keenum, though. Yeah, but they're not going to start Case. Case has, like, no arm strength whatsoever left. He can barely even throw the ball 15 yards down the field. I mean, watch the Denver game. Any pass that was over 15 yards came up 10 yards short, and he looked like he was in pain. You know, like, he's he's not going to start. I'd, I'd be absolutely we shall see. We shall I'd, see. I'll buy I mean, Case Keenum jersey if he starts week one of 2022. I mean, your next seven games, four division opponents. So, oh yeah, that's gonna if it if it ends bad, then we'll see. I mean, he he'll be on the roster next year because it's his fifth year option. I mean, I can't imagine they're going to just straight up cut him. Uh, no, I doubt they will. But, but I mean, a small sliver of good news before we move on to more Titan stuff. We extended Wyatt Teller and Joel Batonio two amazing uh, offensive line pieces are locked up for several years. So that's a plus. Um, Nick Chubb's still playing really well. Denzel Ward's been playing at elite level for the past several weeks. There's some – there's some, and Miles Garrett's on a defensive yeah. play of the year trajectory. So yeah, I mean, that's the bread and butter of your team. And, I mean, that's kind of why you can kind of afford to kind of get a rookie to figure it out, even if, you know, maybe not next year but the year after. Because, I mean, the bread and butter is Nick Chubb in that running game. Well, here's my thing, Thomas, something you'll never be able to relate to. 
I've been through like a million quarterbacks since 1999. So it's very hard for me just to be it's like, emotional. yeah, we'll just draft someone. It'll be fine. We can plug you in. No, <laughs> God damn it. No, I don't want to see another fucking quarterback taking snaps for a whole season besides Baker right now. I just don't. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> just another name to add to I that am, long list. No, I am, oh, I am no. hurt. I am a hurt man. And so I will not until Baker is no longer on the team or name the starter. <laughs> It's but listen, hard. when 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 it's time, you can't be afraid to pull the plug. I know. You just that that hurt is temporary. Maybe I don't know. Uh, oh, buddy, but, but you want we we can move on to some. Well, I mean, kind of fantastic news. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the Titans are eight and three. We're still yeah. the number one seed in the AFC. We're on to New England. Nothing to be upset about here. Yeah, dude. Except our except our whole fucking teams hurt. Yeah, the whole whole teams hurt. Derrick Henry's gone. Uh, Miami Dolphins quarterback round 10 Hill started the game for y'all against the Texans. And <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know, I, I was going to ask you this ever since Derrick Henry got hurt. Like you guys have won every game except for the Texans game. Right. Yeah. And every Titans fan I know is like, Oh, Derrick Henry's the MVP. He should be MVP. And so I'm, I'm like, you guys look like you're doing fine without him. But then this game happened yesterday and I was like, oh. well, I mean the, the defense really carried us yeah. those, those last two weeks. And I mean, you know, Ryan Tannehill was playing fine. But, I mean, Sunday, God. So, I mean, one, it was just a lot of drives were stalling out. Like, we kind of got caught in the no-man's land to where it's, like, too long to kick a field goal. But, I mean, it's, like, fourth and two. And, you know, you, don't really, you know, it's too close to punt it, so you go for it, and they just don't get it. A lot of stupid penalties. Um, A.J. Brown got hurt during the game. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, right, right now, our starting three wide receivers – Nick Westbrook Akine, Chester Rogers, and Des Fitzpatrick. Oh, the former draft pick that was cut and signed in the practice squad. Oh, yeah. No, he's on the active roster. He caught a touchdown. Yeah, I think I saw. And then you have Brucey from Long Shore, right? Yeah. So yeah, those, those are um those are our top, those are probably gonna be our top three wide receivers when we go up to New England this Sunday. Oh, buddy. I mean, Julio Jones is on IR. AJ Brown, like, I mean, he's been AJ Brown's been banged up all year. And I mean, it just feels like every game he has to kind of leave with an injury after he gets hit hard. Um, Marcus Johnson pulled his hamstring during the game, and God, that was an ugly play to watch because it's he's he's open, and Tannehill throws the ball to hit him, but then like you know the end of the play looks like it's an overthrow, but like you can see when the camera finally gets to Marcus Johnson, the defender on him, he's got a hand on the back of his leg. Uh, holding it because he pulled his hamstring, and then of course, instead of a touchdown, it was overthrown. Tough scene. Um, our third down running back, Jeremy Manichels, he's been a concussion protocol. Jeff Swain, tight end one, hurt. <laughs> Jesus, dude, we are just y'all are going through it. We need a bye week so bad. When when is y'all's bye week? Same same as yours Double, after yeah, after after right. next Sunday. Yeah. Well, but but yeah, since we last talked, uh, beat the Colts, beat the Rams. Fun being out of that. I'm drinking out of my SoFi Stadium souvenir cup right now. Love beat the Saints it. at home, and then of course that ugly loss to the Texans. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, for me just knowing the Titans and knowing Titans fans my entire life. Like that was a on brand loss for the Titans. Is that would, would you say that that's like because I mean yeah. it only makes sense to lose to them after you beat like the Rams and you're beating up on all the teams it really does 
And I mean, I just the the they they just ran out of gas. And I mean, I know we haven't gotten to our predictions yet, but I mean, I just I don't think we're going to go to New England and beat them. Like, I don't think we're going to get blown out. It'll be a close game, but I mean, this team just needs to rest. They need a bye week so bad. Yeah. Yeah, Um, but yeah, Tannehill had four interceptions. Um, two of them is when he was uh, targeting Des Fitzpatrick, and then I mean, it's come out now that like Des Des just straight up ran the wrong route both times. Odo Beckham scene. I mean, he didn't do it on purpose <laughs> just because he didn't he didn't yeah, know, no, know where to go. So there was one he um he runs into the end zone, but it was supposed to be like a curl route. So of course, like Tannehill throws it and it comes up short right to the defender. But Des was supposed to like come back to the ball and he just didn't. And then like the cameras like pan over to Tannehill just chewing his ass out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the type of stuff that'll get you immediately. Pretty much. And then you've got on a punt return, I don't know what the hell Chester Rogers was doing, but like he he's going to catch it and then at the last second decides to get out of the way and the ball <laughs> hits him in the leg. Oh my god. And then the Texans recover it inside the five yard line. I mean, our defense played great yesterday. Yeah. I mean, not yesterday, but Sunday. Tyra Taylor only had 107 passing yards. Yeah. Just the so. offense putting him in tough positions and stuff. I think that's just a loss. You just kind of burn the tape. And... Yeah. Well, that's how I feel about the win against the Lions. You don't. There's nothing to look at. Just move on. <laughs> but it, it's it's just annoying because you know they lost that game. Then the Colts blew out the Bills, and the national media has like they want the Colts to win this division so bad. Oh yeah, they they've been on Carson Wentz's nuts. Every time I turn on something, it's like he he looks like his old self. He's returned to form. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, y'all like obviously want him to be elite. So bad. yeah, so um, it's it's frustrating. I mean, the injuries are taking are taking their toll. Um, hopefully, we can get Derrick Henry back for the playoffs. There seems to be some optimism that may be the case. Which yeah, I've would heard be, that he may come back in time for the playoffs, so that would be a plus. Which I mean, that would be huge. Um, but even like I, God, I hope we can get the number one seed though. Yeah, me too. Because then I'll have some football games to shoot in January. Well, I mean, you'll still have one because maybe we'll win the division, so we'll yeah, get a yeah. wild card game. But, but, but yeah, I mean, off. hey, end of the day, we're eight and three, still first in the South, still the number one seed in the AFC. But um, yeah, big game this Sunday against New England. Yeah, um, lose that game, we lose the number one seed. Win that game, we just solidify our stranglehold on the conference. You guys so are we've on the got fast track to be an eight and nine. Stop it. <laughs> we got Patriots bye week, Jaguars. Pittsburgh, 49ers, Dolphins, Texans. It's a pretty uh that's a fairly favorable schedule though. Like the Jags yeah. and Dolphins should be wins. Steelers and 49ers. Texans should be wins. Texan, yeah. Steelers. Steelers are tough, man. I mean, we both want yeah. to write them off so bad, but they that winning culture in that franchise, plus the refs just like, you know. God, did you see um, what's it, Cam Hayward just straight up oh, punch yeah. Justin Herbert in the stomach? What the hell was that? How does that not get like talked about more? He should be suspended. And like, like Claude Edwards Hilaire got a penalty for pointing, pointing. at a Cowboys yeah. player, but dude yeah. just like on top of the quarterback and just punches him in the gut. He like rolled him over too. Like he he pushes Josh Palmer and throws a punch at him and then rolls Herbert over and just punches him in the gut. And I'm like, what are we doing? Oh, wait, it's the Steelers. That makes total sense. 
But I hate those guys. God, absolute yeah. trash. Got, got a pretty. Uh, where where do you see you got y'all's schedule ending? Like, what's your what's your record prediction at this point? I see exactly. like eleven to twelve wins. Now I'm I'm gonna go with twelve wins. Yeah, I mean I think we'll we'll, we'll win at least four of those out of those remaining games. We'll win four of them. Twelve and five. I mean, we'll win the division um, in terms of overall seed. I don't know. I would have to look at everybody else's schedule. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I think the biggest threat would be Kansas City. Like, I'm not they like – This won't go away. They they really won't. But, I mean, as long – but when you've got a good quarterback and you've got a good coach, like, you're always going to be in it. Yeah. Let me look at the Patriots' schedule. Patriots are, like, kind of sneaking in a little bit in terms of yeah. some kind of contenders, man. Dude, but – at the same time, like a lot of their wins have, like you know, Jets, close one against the Chargers, beat the Panthers when they were still starting Sam Darnold, Browns and Falcons have been their last four wins. Yeah, but you can only play who you play, and then you start believing in yourself, and that can do a lot for a team. And then you have the greatest coach of all time. That's true, Maggie but I mean, Mack. they're they're about to get tested. I mean, they've got the Titans, Bills, Colts, and Bills again. So. Man, we'll, we'll what find out with what about we'll the Bills the, though? The one dimensional. What? Yeah, remember we said that going into this season, like no run game whatsoever, and like Josh Allen slump. I predict it's finally happening. Finally, you looked very finally. wrong at the beginning of the season. <laughs> like the first several weeks, I was like, "Yep, he looks great, like always." Yeah, yeah. He, they are. Uh, it's it's kind of it took some time to get there, but they're definitely regressing a little bit. Yeah, now they're they're get they're getting cold. The Chiefs are getting hot. I mean, the Ravens have you know they've been steady, and I mean they'll they're be the luckiest they'll, they'll, team in the NFL. Yeah, I mean they'll be in it just because I mean you know John Harbaugh's a good experience coach. He's been there, done that. So you can't count them out. Can't count out the Patriots. I have no faith in the Bengals at all. No, I mean, Chargers, I fit you know inexperienced. Like you know they'll probably make the playoffs, but I'm not like worried about them. Steelers are gonna fall off because of Big Ben. Colts may sneak into the playoffs because they just got a good defense and good running game. Yeah, Jonathan I don't think, the Browns, are, I don't really think well. the Browns are gonna make it. I'm sorry, buddy. I mean, I'm I'm not over here gonna have a 10 page essay of why you're wrong, but we're we don't really at this point, if the season end right ended right now, I don't think we deserve to be a playoff team. We're way too inconsistent. I mean, you have games yeah. like against the Chargers, which we should have won where you play very well overall and then you have like Bengals games and the Bears like defensive domination and then you have games like the Vikings where you can barely put up any points and then the Patriots where you're getting blown out and the Steelers 15 to 10 loss no way you should have lost that game you, you know what you had five drops from your star receivers and players as you're driving down the field a fumble from Jarvis Landry which just never happens weird things man it's just football I'm very, I'm very disappointed uh, with the season overall, but you know, there's yeah. still, there's still some time left, so we'll see. Yeah, and that's why I'm not like crazy worried about the Titans. I mean, good coach, good defense. You know, I think their main, they just need to focus on, they need to focus on being healthy for the playoffs. Yeah, that needs to be the main focus. Got to start because ahead. Because if they just stumble into the playoffs with like half their stars on IR, then you know, you might as well not show up. Yeah. Maybe a first round exit, but dude, last time we recorded, the Raiders were the number two seed in the AFC, and now they're the number eleven team Oof. in the AFC. A lot of time has passed, my friend. But we're back now, baby. 
we're back and uh i think Ooh. we're ready to unless you have any other thoughts we're ready to pick some games for week 12 dude let's go to week 12 man it's thanksgiving week let's go let's this go. league this league dude you ready to eat some turkey what what else what what, what before we continue what's on your uh what's on your thanksgiving menu Oh, definitely, definitely some turkey and stuffing, mashed potatoes and gravy, sweet potato casserole. Always that, like that sweet potato casserole with like the pecans on, on the top, buddy. just an always a classic. And I mean, you just cannot go wrong with a just soft, fluffy dinner roll, dude. You're you're not wrong, my friend. What about some chicken tendies and fries though? Dude, you're almost 30. You are 30. <laughs> I am 30. <laughs> God. Now, I'm, I'm almost to, 30. I'm, I'm going over to the girlfriend's house and she's she loves Thanksgiving. So she's she's cooking uh cooking a bunch of stuff. So it's got turkeys, mashed potatoes, all that stuff. Oh yeah, spread it. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a good. Oh, uh, but but of course, after we just gorge ourselves with food, buddy, we've got some football. We got some three kind of mediocre games for thanksgiving <laughs> and they always are and we're going to start off with two just absolutely horrific teams the chicago bears led by andrew dalton traveling to one of the most depressing cities in america detroit michigan to take on dan campbell at the lions say it with me cleveland fans we're not detroit hell yeah <laughs> bears are three and a half point favorites Reports are dropping today that the Bears are going to fire Matt Nagy after this game. I love it. He needs to be gone. God. And then, yeah, there's another report that, like, his players just absolutely hate him. That, like, last year he probably lost, like, half the locker room, and this year, like, they just yeah. – no, no respect for him, which, I mean, why why would they? He yeah, hasn't yeah. really commanded it. No, not at all. So, but, I mean, regardless, the Lions suck. I'm done picking the Lions to win anything. I hope they go 0-16-1. I think the Bears win and cover. <laughs> the Lions have hurt you. <laughs> uh, I, I, they've burned me so many times in the, in the pick'em league. And, I mean, I picked the Browns to cover against them this week. It was like a nine-and-a-half-point spread. And then, yep. yep, we barely won. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to take the Lions, though, because I do think they're going to get one win on the year. And this is uh, this is one of the ones that they could they could steal. So how many times have we been saying that all <laughs> year? Oh, they've got they've got to get one. This is the one. And they almost mm-hmm. have so many times. It's got to happen eventually. So I, you know, whatever year they went 0 and 16, I'm sure a lot of people thought that too. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. And yeah. I hope this is the year it doesn't happen. Yeah, you're very salty against them. But yeah, I'll I'll take the lions. You take the bears. Oh, buddy. And then next we have got the Las Vegas Raiders. Going to Dallas to take on the Cowboys, which I mean, people want to complain about how Tannehill looked because he didn't have his top three wide receivers. I mean, look how Dak looks Sunday against the Chiefs without uh, Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, he looked he looked pretty rough. Um, yeah, if the talent around you sucks, you're gonna suck too. So well, no one let me have that excuse last year whenever the Browns went to the Jets with no wide receivers at all because they all had COVID. But whenever I tried to bring that up, that got shot down real fast. Pick a lane, bro. I remember that very vividly. But uh, yawn, yawn, yawn. That was against <laughs> exactly. the Jets, too. Oh, here we go. <laughs> There's always something. Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one, though. I do think they bounce back. Um, the Raiders are kind of on a skid right now. So let me see. Let's look at that injury report, see how 
Yeah, I'll take the Cowboys too. I mean, <laughs> that, that that's also a team that just needs to run the ball. Zeke yeah, I mean, Elliott's having a good year. Um, and, yeah, I think that they can he can sneak by with a win. Like I said, the Raiders are just kind of on the skid right now. Yeah, so. I'll, go, I'll, I'll go Cowboys win, Raiders cover. Okay. And okay. then speaking of the backsliding Buffalo Bills, going down to New Orleans to take on the Saints where the Bills are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Bills and Saints both coming off losses to the Colts and Eagles, respectively. Mm. This is kind of a tough one to pick because the Bills are kind of playing pretty bad, and the Saints have Trevor Simeon as a quarterback, so it's like, yeah, it's kind of tough. Uh, I don't understand why why they just won't start Taysom Hill at quarterback. Did you see that that hybrid deal that he got? Like his yeah. contract thing. I'm like, you're paying this guy, you're like potentially so much money to be a glorified gadget player. <laughs> Pretty what? much. It's like I just don't under like just play him at quarterback. Yeah, just I mean, yeah, it's weird. God, what um, this team could have been if Jameis Winston didn't go down. Comeback player of the year, tarnished and ruined. He was eating those W's, bro. You were just you like were just a, you were just a year early, man. There's always I, next year. <laughs> look look at your friend to the left. Look at man, at least he gave us those moments. He's like, what did he say? Oh, he just said to be prepared. <laughs> And I mean, of course, it, it, it was fitting that you know the last moment we get from him is him dancing on his crutches after they beat the Bucks. Nev- like, how can you hate that guy in the fucking locker room? I mean, he didn't get away ACL. with rape, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's one way you can hate him. Yeah, that's true. But God, he's fucking. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Uh, Bill, Bills bounce back. Yeah, Bills bounce back and get a dub. I do. I do think the Bills get a win they need a win like they're they're on a skid too and i feel like that they're gonna do what they can to get a win they they need it this week really bad uh, and then we got an afc north matchup Steelers, who have already lost to the Bengals, are taking on the Bengals in cincinnati where the Bengals are three and a half point favorites i'm gonna take the Bengals in this one the Bengals are gonna sweep the Steelers, huh yeah. i mean it's it's been forever since they've done that it's this is the year to do it, man. I hope they do it, but I'm going to take I'm going to take the Steelers. Yeah, probably a smart pick. I just um, I can't I can't. Bengals are not good enough to sweep to sweep the Steelers in a year right now. So we'll go we'll go Pittsburgh in that one. Okay, um, okay, okay. God, I hope they don't make the playoff. That's such an ugly team to watch. I hear the Steelers. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they were, and I mean, ugly to watch. The Bengals are, you know, they're on their way up and coming, but they're Joe Burrow, yeah. second most sack quarterback in the league. Yeah. He's thrown a lot of interceptions, too. He's, I mean, he is so, I mean, he's the best quarterback in that division. But, I mean, that just goes to show you who picks you matters, where you end up matters. Oh, yeah. That's why I said how good get you drafted are. first overall, and it's like they're sent to a graveyard sometimes. Yeah. yeah. We oh man, the, the um, Titans at the Patriots next. Your Tennessee Ooh. Titans. You know, I'm sure they've got an injury Belichick. report out today. Let's see <laughs> the whole team. Let's see who practiced and didn't practice. Well, I do that. Give, give me your thoughts on this game. You, what you uh, think? I, gonna... I do think the Patriots win this game. I think they're playing. They're playing good football, and they have that belief thing going on right now that they're they could be a playoff team. Their division has become more manageable with the Bills skidding, and Bill Belichick is, you know, 
he's Bill Belichick. And Mac, I mean, love him or hate him, but Mac Jones is he's playing the best out of all the rookies. So, oh wow, roster moves for the Titans just now. So Marcus Johnson, wide receiver three, the guy who I referenced pulling his hamstring, he's on IR, done for the season. Jesus. Titans have just signed Golden Tate. Oh, really? Yep. He's kind of like washed up, isn't he? And Titans cut Adrian Peterson. Oh, they cut Adrian Peterson? Cut Adrian Peterson. Um, Dontrell Hilliard is now on the active roster. He had a good good game last week. Had eight catches for 45 yards, seven rushes for 35 yards. But He used to be our Kareem Hunt before Kareem Hunt, like our secondary guy. But yeah, uh, Chris Jackson, who's been starting for us at cornerback, he's on IR. I'm sad about Adrian uh, we, Pearson, man. I was ready to buy a jersey. Of, Did you buy a jersey? No, the Adrian Pearson era in Tennessee was short, but monumental. It was, God, it was not. I mean, he, he got another touchdown to pad his career stats. Yeah. Let's see. Signed Buster Screen, hey, cornerback. Former Cleveland Browns legend. Uh, John Simon, former Texan and Patriot who's been kind of in and out on the Titans practice squad. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, no more Adrian Peterson. He's gone. He had 27 carries, 82 yards, and a touchdown in his three games with the Titans. Absolute nice. legend. God, Golden Tate. Golden He's Tate. a wide receiver uh, in the NFL. Former uh, – went, went to high school in uh, Nashville. Yeah. But, I don't know. So, anyway – who you got? Um, Titans, Patriots. You, you I mean, I can't imagine Golden Tate's going to get any significant playing time this week. Um, it really depends on – I mean, I don't know how hurt A.J. Brown is. I mean, I'm going to – I'll take the Patriots to win. I think it'll be close, though. Like, I think it's going to be like a you know three-point game, like 24-21. Because I do think the Patriots are getting a little too much love right now because they've been just beating up on some really bad teams. They haven't really been tested yet. I mean, Mac Jones has been basically a game manager. But it just – it's really going to depend on how hurt we are going into this game, who's going to play and who's not going to play. But but in Foxborough against Bill Belichick, I mean, that's – you got to give the nod to the Patriots. So – but hey, fun fact: every time I pick the Titans to lose on this show, they end up winning. They're undefeated when I pick okay. them to lose. Pick so, against them every week, then. Absolutely, Patriots win. Um, the next big AFC South here: Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Indy to take on the Colts. Bucks are two and a half point favorites. Gonna go with the Bucks. Yeah, I am too. Carson Wentz sucks. <laughs> That's a. I think that could be a good game, though. But I do think the Bucks, Bucks come out with the win. They're on. Yeah, they're not I mean, really I, skidding, but like, what are they seven and four now? I think. Yeah, but I mean, this is what happened to them last year. I yeah, mean, like, middle of the season, late October and all of November, they were like they just didn't look good, and then they just got hot in December, and then of course, Tom Brady does what he does, gets hot in the playoffs, and wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're gonna see but, a Bucks versus Patriots Super Bowl. That's what it's all lining up for. Oh, stop it. But um but no, I mean I think that pass rush, I mean a sniff of a pass rush and Carson Wentz just falls apart. Yeah, he he is very uh he's afraid to get hit. Also, sure. Bucks top three run defense. I think they'll bottle up Jonathan Taylor and yeah. yeah. I mean they just destroyed 
Danny Dimes's career last night. <laughs> I think I think it's over. They uh, hey, the Giants end up firing yeah. Jason Garrett. Hey, you know who's calling plays now? Freddie, Freddie Kitchens. Kitchens. Yep. <laughs> Got and of course and then like every failed University of Tennessee coach is on that staff. Jeremy Pruitt is like a defensive line assistant, and oh, Derek man. Dooley's like a wide receivers coach. Jeez. Yeah, it could be a tough finish out of the season for them. Um, we got the Panthers traveling to Miami for the Dolphins. Ooh, that's a very that's, an interesting that's just, game. Yeah, that's a game that I just would not watch. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers, though. Cam Newton's breathing some life into them a little bit. They're not a good team by any means. but Yeah, I think the Dolph- Dolphins have gotten a couple wins. You know, they beat up on the Jets. I think they'll uh, come back down to earth. Yeah end up losing and then two mvp season is is really at full force right now which is nice god <laughs> this is wild to think that the dolphins took two over justin herbert i know that's gonna haunt them forever yeah really that that's gonna be like taking the mitch trubitsky over deshaun watson and patrick mahomes Oof. Ugh, tough, scene, tough scene tough scene and then the surging philadelphia eagles travel to the meadowlands to take on the giants where the eagles are three and a half point favorites who you got? I'm going to take the Eagles. I mean, they finally figured out how to run this offense. Yeah, they're they're not looking too bad. I'm, I'm going to take them in this game as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at some of their games earlier in the year. And like, I would just kind of pull their box score, and, you know, Miles Sanders would have like five rushing attempts, and Jalen Hurts yeah. would have like 40-plus pass attempts. And I'm like, well, this is going to yeah, work. Exactly. I'm like, what are you doing? But yeah. they've won three out of their last four. And then I saw a stat to where, you know, they were like top 10 in passing on early downs. And since this win streak started, they're now like bottom 10. And if you go back and look at the box scores, like they're just pounding it with Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, and then Jalen. And then they're not putting too much on Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And they're, you know, he's making the throws when he needs to make them. And then he's using his running ability as well. Yeah. So no, it's. Like like you said, I think they've finally figured something out. I don't think they're any kind of threat, but they could, you know, they could finish with a decent decent record at this point. Yeah, they can finish close to five hundred. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe sneaky sneak into the wild card. You never know. You never know in this league. This league, bro. All right, and then the second just ugly game of the uh, week: the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Travel down to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Uh, the spread is even, so it's a pick'em game. Ugh. Yeah. I don't. This. This is. Can we talk about just how quietly ugly the Jag season has been? I feel like no one talks about it. It's like you know, other than the Urban Meyer drama that, that has happened, it's been like every week I see him lose, and Trevor Lawrence has like the worst QBR and the worst stats ever, and I'm just like. This is such a mess, I feel like. Like, his rookie year is such a throwaway right now. And, like, the like the coaching situation. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, the Falcons, it's like Matt Ryan is just – what was it, last week, I think? He was just getting, like – there was a clip that was shared on Twitter of offensive linemen, three of them blocking one guy while Matt Ryan's like running for his life. God, that, that team is just broken. Arthur Smith deserves so much better. Oh, very, very. And it doesn't help that Calvin Ridley just disappeared on the season. Yeah. He, for mental health reasons, is just not playing. Which He's been gone you know, for like a month. Yeah, I, I, I really don't think he's going to come back for the rest of the year. Um, so, but God. 
I think I am going to take the Falcons in this game. I just I can't see the Jags really winning more than maybe one more game on the whole season. Yeah, I think the Jags are going to win this game. Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to agree with me. You're like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Jags are going to win. <laughs> you know, they, they, they've, had, they've had their moments to where they've almost won some games, kind of like the Lions. I mean, they should have beaten Cincinnati on that Thursday night game. Yeah. You know, they almost beat the Cardinals one week. And then, you know, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before that, almost came back and beat the Colts. I think, they, I think the Falcons are just kind of falling apart right now. I think the Jaguars take advantage, get a close win. Okay, I don't agree. And these but... games just get uglier and oh, uglier. God, yeah, these are Joe awesome. Flacco. Yes, uh, he is still in this league. Is traveling down to Houston as the Jets take on the Texans, where the Texans are three point favorites. J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> Jets go down to Houston and get a dub. You think? Houston's on a winning streak right now. This beat your Titans. <laughs> yeah, that, that winning streak's about to end real quick. I'm going to take the Texans in this one with Terod Taylor. And uh, the Jets. Terod are gonna... has not looked good since he came back from that injury. Like he looked bad against Miami and he did not look good against the Titans. Yeah. I mean, both teams are terrible, so it could go either way, but I'm going to take the Texans just because they're at home. When is Zach, is Zach Wilson ever going to come back from that injury? I really don't know. It's been quiet as hell from that perspective. God, I just started Mike typing White. Zach I just started typing Zach Wilson into Google and the first like populated search that comes up is Zach Wilson mom damn <laughs> oh no Zach Wilson he's gonna start on Sunday oh, shit that must have Zach just, Wilson he's yeah. back he's like Cam Newton right now I'm yep got back. that again that that news just broke five minutes ago I was about to Look say that, that has to be very new okay well I'm still taking the Texans though because Zach Wilson's not that good but, oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll go with the go with the Jets to win that game. Jets, all right. And go then the Los Angeles Chargers travel to Denver to take on the Broncos. Chargers are two and a half point favorites. And Dude, the Char- I'm, you Chargers know, have kind of like fallen off a bit too. I, my Justin Herbert sophomore slump prediction has started uh started kicking in a little bit. Started kicking in, you know. I mean, you know, these predictions take time, you know. These, yeah, these pretty these pretty teams look good in September and then they fall apart as the year years go year goes yeah. on. But I do think they'll win this game. I don't think the Broncos are very good. No, I I have the Chargers in this one as well. They're uh, you know, I I do think they're going to make the playoffs, but there's been some very questionable coaching decisions in the past several weeks which we have to remember that they have a they have a rookie head coach so those things are going to happen um yeah but i do think that they they win this one broncos do not scare me at all um, yeah and i mean the Chargers defense their Chargers defense has not been very good but no uh it's been but it can't look that bad against teddy bridgewater teddy two gloves baby hey but we'll see he went down to dallas and beat the cowboys yeah the NFL makes no fucking sense this year, dude. I'm telling never you. does. Never does. And then, of course, the other Los Angeles team, the Rams, travel with a Lambo to take on the Packers. Packers are one point favorites at home. Ooh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun game to watch. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Who you got? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rams. I think yeah. they get back. I think they get back on track. Um, Packers coming off a loss to the Vikings. Um, looked shaky against a bad Seahawks team. I think the yeah. Ram, I think the Rams get back on track. I think they've got a little sense of urgency about them. 
think a lot of those new acquisitions like OBJ and Von Miller make some significant contributions. Only like the thing that worries me about the Rams is their offensive line. Yeah. Because that's what's been causing a lot of their mishaps is interior pressure to Stafford, which causes just all those errant throws. But but Packers defense, they still don't have Jair Alexander back. They've been shaky all year. I mean, if Kirk Cousins can put up 34, MVP candidate Matt Stafford, I think he lights him up. I think the Rams could win. Yeah. I'm taking the Raider or the the Rams in this one as well. I I think it's kind of like I was saying earlier, like the they need this win, you know, like like there is a sense of sense of urgency with them with this game. So, um, I think that they get it done. I do think it's gonna be a very close game, though. I think it's gonna be a not a full on shootout, but it could be like a twenty seven twenty four type game. Yeah, in the words of Sean McVay, "Fuck them picks." <laughs> Yeah, they fucking hate draft picks. Oh, man. And then uh, Minnesota Vikings travel down to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. 49ers are three-point favorites. Both teams coming off big wins. Vikings beat the Packers. 49ers coming off a blowout win against the Jags. I'm taking the 49ers at home with this one. Yeah. I think the 49ers are going to start bouncing back. Yeah, I mean they they had some kind of tough loss, losses earlier earlier in the season, middle of the season, but I mean I think this is a good team. I don't think Jimmy G is like a spectacular quarterback, but I I think he's better than what people give him credit for. Yeah, he 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 wins games at the end of the day. Like, so I mean this team's starting to get healthy. If Debo can stay healthy, I think this team can make a push for a wild card spot. Yeah. So and then, oh man, Cleveland Browns. On Sunday night football, Carrie Underwood will sing us in to Browns at Ravens in Baltimore where the Ravens are four-point favorites. Mr. Welsh, the four is yours. I hurt myself today. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Ravens in this one. I am. I think uh, the Browns are – you know, we talked about it. They're they're just so inconsistent. I do not trust them, and I do not know what kind of team we're going to get. And that makes it very hard to pick them, especially in a primetime game on the road against the division leaders. Um, I really want it to be a game like we saw last year, the Monday night game that was just a full-on shootout with all kinds – like one of the best games of the year, if not the best game of the year. Um. But I have a, a little bit of hope because, like, JOK is is playing this week, and I, I feel like we need him for helping to stop Lamar. Jack Conklin and Kareem Hunt are supposed to be back. We're going to be the healthiest we've been in a while. That is, like, the only sliver of hope. But I do think the Ravens end up winning this one. They're just uh, – they're, I mean, they've got a lot of lucky wins, but they are the better team right now. So, uh, yeah, it hurts to say it, but. Oh, buddy, I know that must have hurt. It did. It did not feel good. I feel dirty. Um, Lamar Jackson's status is still technically up in the air. I think it looks like he's going to be able to play, but it's not uh, yeah. 100% certain yet. E- even if he doesn't play, I'm not, like, we we could barely beat the Lions, you know? Like, we could barely, like, I just don't know. Or we could put up 41 
like we've done, you know, 40 plus points against the Chargers and the and the Bengals. Like you just I just don't know. I don't know what this team is every week anymore, you know. Our offense yeah. does not really scare anyone besides the running game, you know, like they stack the they stack the box pretty much every single play and and dare the Browns to throw it down the field and they hardly ever do. So yeah. Very uh very tough. Uh you taking the Ravens? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a, that's assuming Lamar Jackson is going to play, but yeah, I'm I'm going to have to take the Ravens, and I mean, I I think this is going to be a game where Baker Mayfield gets benched. I don't know if he'll get benched. I think. Like, they, I mean, he, I, I I think the Browns are probably going to struggle early. Ravens go up, and then I think Stefanski just you know pulls the plug and puts Keenum in there because I mean, like Baker, I mean. Regardless of whether or not you think Baker sucks or not, like he he is clearly hurt and not like not even like eighty percent. I don't think Baker sucks at all. I feel like people who legit just think he sucks, like are. Yeah. I mean, there this. there are people out there that. Do oh, think I know. That. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think he's just right now. I just think he's like middle of the road. I don't think he sucks, but yeah. But I mean, like Case Keenum at a hundred percent has got to be Baker better than Baker at like seventy percent. Yeah, you would and I mean, like he he needs he definitely needs to start this game. I think case case does. Yeah, because I mean the formula to win is still the same regardless of who starts. Like you just gotta feed Nick Chubb, and then you know don't lose the game, but like you know make the plays that are necessary. And I think Case Keenum is more than capable of doing that. Like you definitely don't want to rely on him to win you the game every week. But I mean, like if need be, I mean Case Keenum has had you know he's had some really strong games in the past yeah i don't know i'm just kind of dead inside you know so oh we'll man see. i just hope both teams have fun we're just backsliding to 2017 2016 uh it's I, I i get what you're saying i just you know uh it just depends on which baker that you get because he's had good games this year so if we get that baker it's gonna you know he could it could be a good game we just don't know, <laughs> you know, like, don't know. Yeah, but I mean, the problem is, like, you that's not what you want from your franchise quarterback. Uh, well, no, of course not. That's why it's hard just to be like, yeah, pay the guy. And he's, and you know how much I love Baker. I love what he's done for the Browns, but it's, yeah, it pains me to say it. Yeah, it's just like, I, this is the first time since we've drafted him that I legit have questions if he is our future. And that says a lot coming from me. Yeah. Cause well, I, we're going to, we're going to get a lot of answers on Sunday night. Yeah. We'll see. But we'll he does. He, I, I do think that he has the potential to thrive in moments like this because he has his entire career. So, like, you know, I don't think we're going to see a 15 for 33, 150 yards, a touchdown and two interception game from him. I, I really don't think so. But we'll see. Then the last last game, we have uh, Seattle Seahawks traveling to Washington to play the football team. Taylor Heineke MVP season, like I predicted. That's right, um, and another even toss-up line. Yeah, um, God, the Seahawks, dude. I mean, I, I'm just gonna say this: the Seahawks. Someone needs to just take a bomb and detonate that team. <laughs> it's that team just needs to be torn down and rebuilt. Yeah, seriously, like they they look real bad this year. And I know Russell's had the injury, but like they they have a lot of problems besides they just do. him. And I mean, I think they've. I think it's time to trade Russ. Yeah. Get get Browns some fans would be erect at that thought. They think somehow he's gonna come to Cleveland, which I would be blown away if that happened. Yeah. 
No, but, but I mean, get some value. They they need to get some value for him while they can. Yeah. Because, I mean, like the team as constructed is not going to go anywhere. And because of Russ's contract, you can't really make any, like, significant yeah. changes. Yeah, exactly. Trade him. That, get... that era might be over up there. Exactly. Trade him, get some draft picks, and then just start over with a formula that got you successful in the first place. A strong defense in yeah. winning game. Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch. Absolutely. But um, I – who am I going to take in this? This is hard. I'm going to take yeah. Washington. I think I Washington's going to win. I think Seattle's just going to – they're just going to fall apart this year. Yeah. Which sucks because yep. I drafted DK Metcalf in fantasy football. And it's – you know, not that, not that it's his fault he's been disappointing because he's had to play like 60% of the season with Geno Smith thrown in the ball. But but it doesn't help, doesn't help me. still hurts me all the same. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna take Washington as well. I think they they get it done. It won't be a pretty game, but you know, yeah. I do think that uh, they come up with uh, the win, and Seattle continues to be a train wreck. And Jamal Adams, Blitzboy, Blitzboy has like a couple pressures, and then tweets out that he's the greatest safety in the NFL. He's an absolute clown. Can you imagine like giving up the capital they gave up to get him and then signing him to that big deal? And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> reckless, just yeah. a reckless decision. Oh, well, man, I tell you what, feels good to be back, dude. It really does. We're, we're, we're going to do our best to not have long gaps in between episodes. Sometimes life just well, gets in the way. I don't have any more vacation time for the year. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be out of town for work several times in December, but we should, uh, we should be able to to make some time for at least an episode a week but yeah it's been great to catch up on some football with you hopefully uh, the next time we talk it'll be massive blowout wins from both our teams and the browns looking like the super bowl contenders we all thought they would be and uh, absolutely i'm still pushing for the titans browns afc championship game i mean if that happens like that would be just a top moment in my life. <laughs> if, if, like, if that if if that happens, we are going to live stream a three four hour podcast as we watch the game. Yeah, we have to. I'm not working that game either. Like I would not shoot that game. I would have to enjoy. Like I'd have to. I'd have to be watching that game, like, at home or in per. I'd almost go in person. Honestly, honestly, we probably should go. I bet it's a lot easier to get those tickets than. Atlanta Braves World Series tickets. I'm still salty about that. Go Braves. Rough, tough scene, tough scene. World Series championship. And, of course, the uh, Chelsea Football Club, one step closer to Champions League, to be the champions of Europe, back-to-back, beating Juventus 4-0. to Oh, damn. Let's go. Chelsea's back. Balls are back. Titans are going to come back on Sunday. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this league tighten up. (laughs) Nothing compares to this league or the soccer league, apparently. Also, uh, fun fact, the Miami Hurricanes are also 6-5 and five, like the Browns. So. <laughs> Bowl eligible. Great. Yeah, I'll take it. Shit. Tyler, Tyler Van Dyke at quarterback, been, he's been playing pretty well after King got injured. So, But, buddy, I'm going to sign off of here. That this has been great. Um, and we'll uh, check back in hopefully next week and have some positive things to talk about because I'm sick and tired of pain. Sick and tired of losing. Let's hope, let's hope we're both not on two games. tired of fucking losing, just like the video of that Browns fan leaving the stadium. <laughs>
this this one this win against the Lions felt like a loss. It was the most lackluster victory Monday I've had in a long time. Dude, it, it it should feel like a loss. Oh, dude, it does. Oh, it's so weird. I it was a loss for me because you didn't cover. Okay, Mister Gambling Debt over here. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great time today. This is Michael Welsh. Find me on Twitter at big underscore Mike nine one six nine. I'm going to go ahead and sign off and leave the rest of my tall, handsome co-host, 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 Thomas Ed. Ladies and gentlemen, good people of America, or wherever you may be listening, this is Dr. Thomas Ed signing off on Twitter at brother underscore head. Don't forget to follow Titan with the dog pound, Titan underscore dog 21. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back again. We will be back victorious. We are all going to enjoy a Victory Monday together. Let's go. Tighten up. Dog check. This league. Tighten up. Dog check, baby. Let's go.